Blog Talk Radio.
you want to be blessed, you must say yes, don't worry, don't stress, give it all to him, he died for our sins, so learn to forgive and live with each other, love one another, remember, honor thy mother, thy father, the blessing is the lesson and I hope you hear it from the father, the son and the holy spirit. Change the station. We change the game. Welcome, welcome to Spoken Revelations. Um, uh, this is a beautiful day the Lord has made, and I am so happy to be in the land of the living this morning. Um, today we're going to have a show, uh, a special show, uh, a show about parenting. Um, and what I have here is something beneficial, I think, everyone uh, who's out there, who's a parent, not only a parent, but a role model. Um, they have nieces. They have nephews. Anyone that could be a role model to help these children out um, that's really going through perilous times. These days, as you know about uh, the incident with Mike Brown, it's it's a new America. It's a different day, but it's okay because uh, God got us, and that's what it's all about. There's no use to panicking, but we're going to talk about it's a parent. Our kids need their parents, and it's staring right at us in our face. These kids run around here with no ambition. They're living from day to day. Like people are living check to check, they're living day to day, not knowing that they are somebody. And when you live like that, You have things that happen to you that will be detrimental in your life or may end your life. So it's apparent that our kids need a parent. And sometimes they could have a parent. They can have two parents. But if we're not laying out the rules, if we're not being a good role model to them, then tragedy happens within our world, within uh, the world, the young world of, of of chaos. I just want to take my time here. Uh, I have a, a, I have a lot of scriptures on this about parenting, and um, and I'm going to refer and, and talk about Mike Brown and um, you know and the situation on that. I, I've been um, blogging about it, been writing about it. Uh, and the other blogs that I write for, and, you know, possibly going to be putting ads, I mean, not, excuse me, um, spreading the word about Mike Brown and 
and not just Mike Brown, but a lot of other young people who fell under uh, police brutality or just senseless violence, not just the police. Um, There's just a lot of people who are just killing young people. And uh, because of, well, it's a lot of reasons, but a lot of disrespect that's going on. Um, and it do, it's due to um, the village, the parents, you know, it takes a village to raise a child. So even if you're not a parent, well, you have to share the load of being a role model, you know. Uh, a lot of people say, you know, um, I'm not a role model, I'm not this, I'm that, I, 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 you know, I work day to day. And I'm just really, you know, there's nobody to say I'm a role model, but if you have a soul, you are a role model. You are a citizen. You are what God made you to be. You know, God didn't make you to be nothing. You are something Just like I said before I don't care whatever you do How you do it God can use you To be whatever That he needs you to be And just because you're doing something negative now You can always You know Become positive I want to get into a scripture here Ephesians And please remember Um write down the scriptures so you can uh, go back and cross-reference them and uh, read them and get your own revelation. Uh, and I'm just, you know, giving you my revelation of the scripture. But Ephesians uh, 6, chapter 4, verse, Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Okay. And I'm going to get into another scripture, Proverbs 22 and 6. Train up a child in the way he should go. Even when he is old, he will not pull apart from it. But we're talking about children in uh, Ephesians 6, 4. We're talking about children, and sometimes, um, and I, I want to uh, say fathers, but I can also say adults when you're dealing with someone of a certain age. That's younger than you, you know. Um, children, uh, we all know scientifically, children do not develop. There's, excuse me, children develop, but children develop at a, a certain age, and um, it just, just how their brain is formed. You know, this is why you know when they're a teenager, they bring upon different uh, responsibilities upon themselves because of their age, usually. Okay. And everyone doesn't mature at the same pace, but we're um, talking about maturity as in a, a teenager, uh, you know, uh, besides, uh, you know, uh, a person that's younger than a teenager, you know, about development of um, mentality. And um, sometimes uh, we think we know we think that they know, excuse me, uh, we, they, we think that they know, but uh, we may know, but they don't know. 
And a lot of times um, we we say things to them like they should know, and sometimes they don't know. And sometimes even even the, the time for them for us to explain to them, we don't do it. You know, we and so sometimes when we do that, um, it causes confusion, and it just just. And sometimes that confusion can lead to different types of uh, behavior within the young person and the adult itself, you know. Um, you know, it, that's confusion where it could turn out to be violent, you know. And so the Bible talks about that. And because the Bible is a, a roadmap to us, you know, to, on this journey. And it's a roadmap not only just to, for us to make it to the afterlife, uh, um, make it to heaven, but it's a journey. It, it actually helps us in the journey of life to get into life so we can make it, you know. So we as adults have to understand what's going on here, um, the major violence that's happening in our society. And, we, and we're thinking all these wars and stuff really doesn't affect um, our children, but it does. And um and I remember, um, you know, I, I was writing on Facebook, and um, and I blog a lot on Facebook, and I was talking about how I was, and uh, when I was younger, um, growing up in the '80s, and always having this gloom, doom um, thought in my head about uh, the nuclear holocaust, and you know, they really promoted on television, and so it didn't really inspire me to do well in school when it, when I was in middle school, and and I'm thinking now, um, if I was basically a teenager growing up in this time, how would I think? And I, and, I, and those thoughts came in my head. I, I wouldn't feel very confident about myself. And I, I really did and you know, and back then I didn't see it, feel that I was going to make it to adulthood. And I, I probably wouldn't feel that way now if I was a teenager. So I had to put myself in that situation. And I feel going back to Ephesians 6, chapter 4, verse, you know, I think uh, we are um, promoting this in our children to become, become angry and to become, uh, to have a lifestyle where, you know, they don't care. And, and it's all about living for the moment. It's uh, what they say, uh, it's uh, popular where they say YOLA, you know. Um, is, uh, you know, and, and it's like they have that appeal to them. And it's like, Okay, um, yeah, uh, YOLA. Yes, I'm trying to think of the, the anagram for it, but you only live once, right? Yeah, yeah. you only live once, you're YOLA. And and I see it all the time on people's shirts, and, and I, I, yeah, um, you only live once, but if you if you do something one time, you want to make it great. You want to make it good. So the mentality of you only live once, so you, you can just do bad, who cares, you know? Um, but... And it's that mentality that's happening in our kids today. And, um, I'm, you know, and I, I want to talk about Mike Brown, but it happened to a lot of other uh, children, and uh, a lot of other kids are getting shot down, and, and you just, we just not putting it on the air, I mean, and, um, and, and putting it on television and, and letting it be known. But I look at it as this. Uh, Mike Brown will be probably the poster boy um, for this uh, type of behavior between um, our young people and cops, um, 
you know, and it's just it's just sad and it burdens me. But it's okay. It's okay because we are going to move upon uh, um, the water. We're going to walk on the water with this. Um, we're going to um, we're going to uh, become miraculous, and we're going to come from this, and and, and it's going to be great. Um, but we as parents and we are, as adults have to understand who we are, and that we are uh, responsible for this generation, whether you like it or not. Now, going on to Proverbs twenty uh, second, uh, uh, no twenty two, twenty um, second chapter, uh, six verse. Train up a child in the way he should go; even when he is old, he will not depart from it. And that's saying, you know, you know, um, Solomon wrote this, and he's one of the wisest men in the world. He said, "Train up a child in the way he should go; even when he old, he wouldn't depart from it." So we have to distill values within these children, and you have to distill values in your nephew and your niece and, you know, any young person that's not even related to you. You know, you can easily do that. You know, if you see somebody, you know, be, uh, a younger person doing something that may harm them or, you know, or it may not be very uh, good for them, you know, their well-being, um, you know, Drop some jewels, as they would say, though, you know, back in the day, they would say, drop some jewels to them, you know, give them some little insight on different things because that little insight can help them as they develop. I'm, a lot of people drop jewels on me. Uh, basically, I was raised uh, by a village. <laughs> you know, I'm a, I come from a family of 11. So I was raised by a village, and, um, and I, I turned out to be okay. And I, I made some mistakes, though. I made some mistakes, but just like um, the scripture said, if you train a child the way it should go, uh, he won't depart from you from those values that you distill into him. You know, he will have them as he got old, as he get old. And the same thing with me. Even though I kind of um, moved away from those values, but I came back to those same values. And um, and it's helping me out today. It's helping me become a better person. Helping me to become a better uh, spiritual lecturer. Uh, a better entertainer, a better uh, a player, uh, a dad. So, you know, and, and going on that, I'm, I'm becoming better because, uh, as you know, if you're a parent, no parent is perfect, and I'm not perfect, uh, far from perfect. But I know someone who is perfect, and that's my creator. Uh, and um, and I pray to him for answers. And that's what we need to do. We need to pray for him. We need to pray to him for answers uh, when it's, Coming to and dealing with um, with our children and this epidemic that's happening, you know, and I'm, you know, I, I consider myself as a, a firm advocate for um, children. Um, um, I have this um, campaign, um, no more bullying and suicide, and I, and I, I really am a big advocate of that. You know, I'm pushing for that, um, and. Um, and because I care about our young people, because I feel like, you know, what's going on is like they feel like they have nowhere to go. And so, therefore, when they have nowhere to go, they lean uh, on drugs or suicide or they lean on basically hurting others to get out this feeling, which they probably need to get out creatively. And this is, how, this is why I promote my art as well and promote others' art. When it, especially the, the younger ones, because 
um, the art for myself has created something where I could um, have an outlet of my feelings and emotions, whether they're good or bad. That's an outlet, but a lot of these kids don't understand that because they're cutting the arts out of school. Um, you know, sometimes it's so expensive. You can't really uh, rent uh, instruments to play, um, paint, and, uh, you know, canvases are expensive. Um, and a lot of these kids, especially inner-city kids, don't have uh, – they can't afford this stuff, so – you know, there's a lot of ways where um, our kids are affected. And I say our kids because they are kids, you know. And we have to feel as such. We have to feel as a family with them and believe that and, and train them up. And, um, and please don't ever be afraid to become a role model because the Lord wants you to be that way. You know? Um, going to another scripture, Colossians, third chapter, 24 verse. Fathers, do not provoke your children lest they become discouraged. Because a lot of times um, what you say as a parent will stick harder than anything they will ever hear in their life. And um, this is what Colossians uh, was talking about. You know, when you're a mother, a father, you are the first role model, whether you like it or not, to that child. And whatever they say, I don't care if it was Obama saying, you know, you stupid. If your mother or father said you're stupid, they will take it harder from you than anyone else. And... The Lord knows that. The Lord knows that. And we have to be careful how we deal with our children, especially uh, mothers and fathers. Uh, we have to because it sticks with them. I know for a fact because, you know, I, I, I went through uh, similar situations in my life, and it took me a long time to really believe in myself because certain things that were said to me when I was younger and uh, and I still deal with it. I still deal with it. But you know what? The Lord, um, he, he, healed, he healed my heart, my mind about it. And it's okay. And he, he miraculously changed my feeling towards it because now it doesn't matter. But it took me a long time to get out of that stoop when it came to... Uh, those words being said and me internalizing it and believing it. And I'm like, okay, I have to always um, reassure myself and say, yes, I'm this and I can do this and I am, I'm, I'm this to always say that to combat what I felt from what that person has said about me. So it's very important that you get mad. Of course, you have to uh, show urgency you have to show a feeling that you have to deter that kid from acting in that behavior and not really uh, uh, using that type of manner when it comes to dealing with you or others. So you, you have to, you know, you can raise your voice sometimes, and, you know, I believe in that. 
and everything, but to say um, you're stupid, you would never amount to anything, um, you're bad. You're bad. You're just bad. You ain't going to be nothing. You're going to be like your dad. You're going to be like your whatever. You know, don't say these words. Don't 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 say um, those words um, basically because it's gonna really become like a shackle around that kid's neck, and they're not going to be able to swim. They're gonna sink to the bottom of life, and they're gonna drown. And it's and it's sad because it's all due to. Bad parenting, you know? And when I say bad parenting, you know, parents are not perfect. And I, and, I, and I say this, and I'm not perfect as a parent myself, you know what I'm saying? But there's some things that we have to know to become a better parent. Because it's apparent that these kids need a parent. When things happen the way they do in these streets and when they happen all over the world. Because this is not just a uh, United States uh, dilemma. It happens all over. Uh, young people are not believing in themselves. So what do we do? What do we do? We're the next generation to help them. You know, a lot of times people say, well, I didn't have no father. I didn't have no mother. And I made it okay. Well, if you did, then guess what? The Lord made you to be okay so you can help others to be okay. Well, it's not a selfish thing here because if we're selfish, we're not going to get anything done in society. We're not going to get anything done. So we have to reach back to our young ones. We have to. Now I'm going to get into another scripture, uh, Psalm 127, Psalm, from the third verse to the fifth. Behold, children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb, a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his privilege with them. He shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. Wow, that's a powerful message. It's my psalm. Um, children are a blessing. You know, I know a lot of people, you know, would say, oh, man, those baby kids, them ghetto kids, them kids get on my nerves. You know, um, I, you know I'm dating this girl. She got too many kids and everything. But, you know, kids are a blessing. And the Bible tells you that. And um, Psalm 127 Psalm tells you that. And, um, Kids are wonderful. We just got to know how to deal with them. And with a kid, um, with excuse me, with children, I don't like talking kids because, you know, kids is like baby goats, but, you know, sometimes I have a bad habit of doing it. But with children, they have, you have to know how to deal with them. And uh, you have to be very uh, patient. Um, and they don't think like you think. And... Uh, because they're developing, so you got to be very patient, and sometimes you have to talk a little slower, and sometimes you have to say things more than one time. <laughs> but they are beautiful uh, humans, you know. They just underdeveloped at the at the moment, but they're beautiful humans. And one thing about 
children, they are very honest in how they feel. And uh, you, we can learn a lot from children. Uh, a lot of times, you know, um, we uh, tend to uh, lie to ourselves a lot because we think it's politically correct. Well, children, they're a little, they're, they're different. They don't understand the the uh, the ways of being uh, politically correct. They just say what's on their heart, and which you know, which is beautiful. You know, it basically, it's almost like poetry to me because it's what they feel is very cathartic. And uh, and and I love kids, and and this is what the scripture is talking about. You know, you know. And now, and even if you don't have children, that's what a man who feels his quiver with them, you know. So sometimes, even if you don't have kids, just say your your uncle, your auntie, you don't have kids, go over there and uh, pick up your um, nephew and, and your um, niece, you know. If you don't have kids, pick them up, learn who they are and what they're about to become, and be a hand in shaping how they become and how they turn out. Even if you're not a mother, even if you're not a dad, you know, pick them up. See what's going on with them. You know, especially in these times, you know, you don't know what's going on with your nephew and your niece right now. It's so much pressure for them. It's, it's more pressure for them than it was when I was younger, you know. But it's a blessing. The Bible talks about it in Psalms 127. It's a blessing to have kids. And, and you know, and you men stop putting down um, women about having a whole bunch of kids. Guess what? The Lord bless them with them, right? I'm going to tell you something. If the Lord did not mean, meant, excuse me, if the Lord did not meant for that woman to have kids, she wouldn't have them, okay? So you're picking at these ladies, come on, oh, they're having all those kids. You better watch what you say. You know, and then you wonder why, well, Lord, why I can't have it? You're talking now. That's the law of creation. The Lord said, "Be fruitful and multiply." We have to, you know. Yeah, and you know, I know Bill Gates may not like it for playing Parenthood, but guess what? Bill Gates ain't my God. I, you know, I do what God said. I do what my Creator said, not Bill Gates. He don't pay nothing for me anyway. He don't pay none of my bills. But even if he did. I'm looking to my creator because he funds my abilities. He funds my will. He funds my way. He funds my faith. Love your children. Love your nieces, your nephews. Love them. Because I do. I do. And I love everybody because everybody deserves to be loved. And I'm serious about that. Now, I'm getting to another scripture, Ephesians, this chapter, uh, first to the fourth verse. Children, obey your parents and the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and your mother. This is the first commandment of a promise. That it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. Father, do not provoke your children to anger, but bring them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Mm-hmm. Powerful scripture. Please write this one down. When you write all my scriptures down, what? Ephesians. Ephesians. Sixth chapter, um, first verse to the fourth. First verse to the fourth. Now, we need to raise our children in the way to go, right? Now, when we were talking about that in Proverbs twenty-two, 
we have to understand that, you know? You know, you may say, well, you know, I'm old now, you know what I'm saying? I'm I'm 30-something years old. I'm 40-something years old. You know, my mom, you know what I'm saying? I'm a grown man. Well, guess what? I don't care. You can turn 80 years old. If your mother's still living, your dad's still living, you know what I'm saying? They can still tell you something. Stop it, people. Do not be treating the, your older mother and father a certain way because they're old, but you think they, they're not as smart. They have wisdom, something that you don't have yet, so learn. You know, some things can't be taught through books. I'm serious. Some things just you have to go through with life, and that's what we got to teach our young people. You know, it's great. These young people are pretty pretty smart when it comes to, you know, technical stuff, and they can do a lot of things, and, you know, most of them have a lot of degrees, and, and that's great. But wisdom they still don't have. So people with wisdom, we must use it so young people can grow and help them grow and nurture them, you know. It's a beautiful thing, a beautiful thing. And um, I just I just praise the Lord. I just praise the Lord about this for me being a parent. And and I know me, myself, best parent in the world, but I know of someone who making me a better parent, and that's God. And he can do that for you. You know, my story is a long story uh, when it comes to my children. And uh, I'm going to probably on another show I want to um, go more detail with it because uh, I, I, I want to do a show about fatherhood. <laughs> you know, I, I can't do one on motherhood because I'm not a mother, but I want to do a show on fatherhood. But I, I want to also do a show on motherhood too, but I, I want to invite mothers and stuff. Um, and, and, uh, and, and you know, just feature them and, 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 and talk to them and what it's like being a mother. But I, I definitely want to do a show on fatherhood because I am a dad. And um, and it's it's a lot of challenges um, when it comes to being a single father. And it's, it's just sometimes, you know, I went through so much, so much as being a dad. And some people say, why? Why do you have to take that, man? You put, you you know what I'm saying? You, you're single, young, single, and free. You do what you need to do. Get them, you know. Give those kids to their mom or, you know, you know, say things like that. But you know what? It's not that. I know that there's a bigger reason for me to be their dad. It's not just to put them on this earth, but I have to also guide them as well. You know, the mother nurtured them, but the father, the dad is supposed to guide them and protect them. I'm not doing my job if I'm not, you know. I'm not. You know, when they get a certain age, I understand, you know, they're grown. And I have to respect that to what it is. But they better not disrespect me. <laughs> but I have to respect that they're grown. But they're not. So they need guidance. And so I, I took upon the decision, even though I wasn't well equipped to do it, I, I felt like, but I was, but I didn't feel that way. But I learned that I was because I was 
standing on his promises. I was standing on God's word. And uh, so, you know, I was, but at the moment um, when that certain situation happened, when I when I had my kids, it was something that was a little awkward for me, especially when you're, you know, a single person. But it it turned out well. The Lord has blessed my children. Uh, it's just amazing. And, and he told me the reason why he blessed my children is because, you know, I took that stand. Uh, I took that stand to say, hey, I don't want my children to be without their father like so many kids are, you know. Um, I was left without a father through death, and I knew how hard it was for my mother. So I was thinking, I was like, you know, I I, I don't want this for my children. And um, in the time that I got my kids, my career was basically booming, Um you know, I, I was supposed to do a certain tours and stuff with a couple of people and stuff of that nature, and I was supposed to feature different, you know, different places, you know, here and internationally, but I, I couldn't do it. I, you know, I said, you know, I got to take care of home first. And it was it, it was just, it, but it was a blessing. And some people say, you're crazy. You know, you better do, you know, what you need to do while you're young, you know what I'm saying, you know, in the entertainment business. Um, we all about that, you know, about the age that you gotta do things at a certain time in your life, you know. But you know what? I'm not, you know. I love entertainment. I'm in entertainment, but I'm gonna tell you something. God decides when you do things. For me, that's who's my man. That's God is my manager, you know. And um, so I had to say, I said, God, I'm gonna leave it up to you. But I know that you want me to do this because guess what? You gave me two. You gave me those children. So it's it's what you want to do as a parent. And you know you can blame society, and I can say you know what? I'm blaming society. You know the reason why I don't have my kids because of this and that. No, it's, don't blame society because the love for your kids will basically break through all that. You know, you just got to do what you need to do. Things done. And as parents, as uncles, as aunties, we have to do that for our young people. We have to. If not, this world's going to turn upside down. You know? It's going to turn upside down. And it's not just for the young people. It's going to turn upside down adults, because when they were to upside down, our world is coming down as well, because they are the ones that replace us, okay? So it's important, it's imperative that we become parents and we become good role models, you know? And uh, talking about Mike Brown, you know, this young man was not the best young man, you know. But guess what? Mike Brown reminds me of the children that I'm around all the time, you know. They're not bad, but due to certain situations, they do little things, little naughty things, steal little things here and there, you know. And I wasn't a perfect kid myself. So I can relate to the Mike Browns. I can relate to children like that. But guess what? 
I'm living. You know? I did the same thing Mike Brown did at one time. I'm living. But guess what? Mike Brown's dead. Okay? So let's look at these situations. Where does the world come into? Where is our children coming to? Do, do they even have a life? Are we going to provide a life for them? And even if we provide a life for these children, are we going to provide a good life for them when they become adults? What are we doing? It's apparent that these children need a parent. And we can say what we want to say, and we can, just like I say, we can roll around bling blinging in our nice homes, Bentley Coop, and parade around like we got it all together, and we don't got nothing together. Because if your children are not together, you ain't got it. If your kids are not together, you, you don't have it. I don't care how much money you got, because you're still going to look like a fool and a buffoon. It's true. You know, that's why I, you know, um, I commend President Obama on a lot of things. I'm not saying I'm the biggest Obama fan, but one thing I like about Obama is his family. Get them together. And, and it's not just Obama, but, you know, it's Michelle, too, because it takes two, really. But guess what? Just because you don't have two, you can do it with one, too. Well, I did it with one. But, you know, it's, it's better with two. But, you know what? We can do it. And I say we as in the adult world, all the mothers, all the dads out there. We can do it. We can change our society for these young people. And we can have them believe. Sometimes we need we need people to help us believe. I myself always wasn't a believer. I was the type of person that was very logical. One plus one is two. You know? And I I wanna I don't want to feel like I'm Will Smith. Because I, I know one time um, I saw him on the show and uh, he was talking to Taylor Smiley and he was talking about uh, you know, alchemy and, and stuff of that nature and he was saying, Wow, two plus two means four, you know, and that's one of my mentors as well. Taylor Smiley uh <laughs> was looking at him like, Are you serious, brother? You know, uh two plus two is equals uh, to equals four. But I know it will Smith was saying that um sometimes um you know, we have to go against the grain sometimes into saving what we need to save. Um sometimes it's not black and white. It it comes in, in different shades of gray, you know. And sometimes we, we have to do what we need to do. And for us, you know, to know that there's a lot of people out there that they don't have parents at all. You know, people like, well, you know, I'm a single parent, I'm a single parent, and this happens and that happens. But what about these children that don't, that don't have a mother or dad? Like, what's up with that? So that's why we as being role models should take up that slide. And that's what I loved about Tupac. He had a heart for 
children that didn't have a mother or, or a dad. Yet, and the Lord put that on his heart. The Lord put that on my heart as well. We have to understand that we are collective. Uh, we are a community. We are a large community uh, of people. Uh, we are garden of different flowers, of different shapes and sizes and colors and and uh, sexual orientation. And we here live on this earth, and we got to hug each other, and we have to uh, be there for each other. And that means that if that child don't have a mother or father, we have to be there for that child. They don't have a mother or father. Teach them in the way they should go. Then thus you become that mother or that father. It's okay. It's okay. You don't have to love someone that doesn't come from your loins. The Bible says you love every man, woman, child, everybody. No, I'm not, I'm just going to love it because they ain't family, so I got no love for them. A lot of people like that. It's bigger than family, okay? It's bigger than family. We are a family. We are one world family. You know? I can love my brother. I can love my sister. And I'd be okay. Loving someone hurts? Does it? I'm thinking if someone doesn't love you, that kind of hurts. But why loving someone else will be hurtful to you? What do you have to prove? You don't have to prove nothing. Only thing we have to prove to God is love, because he gives us love. So reciprocate it to him and give it to others. You know? But um, we're going to take a break, uh, a musical break. We're going to give you a fourth song. Uh, play. You know how we do it. Uh, give a big shout-out to all the people that send us tracks and all the lovely music they give us to play on Spoken Revelation. So uh, we'll see you back after the break, after our first song break. Love you. WBMC Radio. We didn't change the station. We changed the game. We believe in the truth that is in the Bible, but we don't believe in the lies that the white man has put in the Bible. We believe in prophets and the scriptures they wrote to the people. We believe in the resurrection of the dead, not in the physical resurrection, but in mental resurrection. We believe that the so-called Negroes are both in this is what I thought I was getting weak the both times, making me stronger. Building up my marrow to fight against these sorcerers. So many require Shia to come down and talk to us. He said he'd do one better, come back and go to war for us. If they brought me to this seminar, I'll make them have an epiphany. Stop the kids from watching Harry Potter and War Disney. They must not know the damage of Antiochus' epiphanies. How many Hamites and Shamites bloodshed for Tiffany's? I'm a black diamond physically. My white garments shine brighter than 50 keys. My thug life is history. My scriptures is my blicky in the back of my dickies. My team fight constantly with demonology. The atrocities I beat forgot. Look how they got us beat. Numbed out, dusted on blocks. But we got supreme. You see my princess and me tree. This the apostle theme. We on the corner with a dry fossil speed. Tell them and it's gotta be more to this life. More than just ice and chains. We couldn't escape from the slave man plight. This ain't your oppressor rap. Boss of stretch and crack. You got fire, let it burn on some better wax. Our current supplies of hip hop. Don't set us back. Feed us GMO instead of flax. Catching cancer from fast food. I read the facts. You 
eugenics program is the death of black While we trap a sack Scripture's been saying that a storm is coming But they never listen to it Scripture's been saying that a storm is coming But they never listen to it all I can say is God understood He knows when I'm bad or good Saw me catch a just password with the savage crook Some say on QBS I predict the Sandy Hook I just thought I came up with an uncanny hook I know why they can't stand me, look Breastplate of righteousness And the heathen can't stand a book They swear on it, blaspheming Who's in the Oval Office? Ask the head of state Why there's so many plastic orphans on the interstate With comforts on them Why the FEMA make Jersey residents Feel like they was up north in the bank A.E. fatigues, any Jordans, ISO 5, drapeets on them Can't even hear the thunderclap or drone pass Up with that, elimination of the upper class Hard rain too, wish your up for crap Street canoeing, while the bankers yacht is longer than Diddy's box Sacrificing the biggest stock It's a shame what Satan got us doing And utterly confusing The gutter need an uplifting movement Who gonna wait shooter, 88 shooter Sing, sing, Rugers, 32 in the magazine Aiming at the academy Tuck your gun bands, understand the truth made of some wanted man Told his pilot wanna chip us out But death before dishonor, so now you know the drama Yeshaya Hamasiyah, a higher karma, huh? Scripture's been saying that a storm is coming But they never listen to it Scripture's been saying that a storm is coming, but they never listen to
know what the Midwest is, young and restless, or restless, might snatch your necklace, the next these might jack your Lexus, somebody Teddy, who Kanye West is, I walk through the valley of the shower, death is, top floor, if you alone, I leave you breathless, try to catch it, it's kinda hard, getting choked by the Texas, yeah, yeah, now check the message, they be asking us questions, harassed and arrested, saying we eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast, huh, y'all eat pieces, what's the basis, we ain't going nowhere but got suits and cases, a trunk full of rental car from Avis, my mama used to say only Jesus could save us, well mama, I know I act a fool, but I'll be gone to November, I got packed to move, I hope God show me the way because the devil's trying to break me down, the only thing that I pray is that my feet don't fail me now, and I don't think there's nothing I could do now to right my wrongs, I want to talk to God but I'm afraid cause we ain't spoken so long, God show me the way because the devil's trying to break me Killers, murderers, drug killers, even the scribbles. To the victims of welfare, feel we living in hell here. Hell yeah. Now I hear he, hear he, wanna see thee more clearly. I know he hear me when my feet get weary. Cause where's he? Almost nearly extinct. We rappers as role models, we rap, we don't think. I ain't here to argue about his facial features. But here to convert atheists into believers. I'm just trying to say the way school needs teachers. The way Kathleen needed Regis, that's the way I need Jesus. So here go my single doll, radio needs it. They say you can rap about anything except for Jesus. That means gun, sex, lies, videotape. But if I talk about God, my record won't get played, huh? Well, if this take away from my sins, would you probably take away from my ends? Then I hope it take away from my sins and bring the day that I'm dreaming about. Next time I'm in the club, everybody's screaming out. God, show me the way because the devil's trying to break me down. The only thing that I pray is that my feet don't fail me now. WBMC Radio. We didn't change the station. We changed the game. WBMC Radio. We didn't change the station. We changed the game. Baby, you understand me now. If sometimes you see that I'm mad. Don't you know no one alive can always be an angel. When everything goes wrong, you see some bad. But I'm just a soul whose intentions are good Oh Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood WBNC Radio You know sometimes, baby, I'm so carefree Who will adjure if it's hard to hide Sometimes again it seems that all I have is worry And then you 
get more than my share But that's one thing I never mean to do Cause the love is didn't change the station. We changed the game. Welcome, 
Hi, this. this is your sister Deborah Price, and I'm hanging out with my brother from another mother, none other than Dion Ballard. Keep listening in to Spoken Revelations with me. Be blessed. Welcome back. Welcome back to Spoken Revelation. Uh, we uh, the music, the music. Wow, being blessed today. But um, we're talking about it's apparent that these children need a parent, and um, just I'm just so blessed right now because um, to think about you know many years ago I didn't have platform to reach out and to people when it comes to different things that's happening in this world. And I I, I just thank the Lord for the staff here and and what they're doing and and, and I know it's gonna be an increase because we're doing the right thing here. Um, we're basically warning people and we're telling people how they can make a difference in the community and in this in this world, and, and that's a major thing. And um, I want to get into uh, another scripture. Um, this is from Deuteronomy, sixth chapter, five, um, fifth through the seventh verse. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. And these words that I command you today shall be on your heart. You shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way, when you lie down and when you rise. And um, Deuteronomy talks about we have to teach our children to fear God. And this is one of the major reasons why uh, things are happening to today. And not only just with the um, young people, but it's also to the adults. We do not fear God. We say things. We do things. We we live our lives in profane ways. We say profane things. And we're looking to be blessed when really we're um, adding a chokehold to our life, meaning that we're sucking our life out. We're sucking the air of holiness. We, we, we've we believe that, you know, whatever I say goes, and it doesn't matter, and the Lord understands. The Lord has a commandment that we must keep, okay? Um, and they're not just old laws. They are laws of the universe. <laughs> and people don't understand that. And if we don't teach our kids these things, of course, our kids are going to become cut down at an early age. They're not going to amount to anything in life. They're not going to be fruitful in life. And even if they do reach a certain age, adulthood, they're not going to be fruitful being in their adulthood because we are like, you know, not teaching them about God and the love of God, and the fear of God. 
God is a just God, but when you don't do like he says, there will be wrath rain upon you. You know, a lot of people don't like to hear that, but it's the truth. If you don't treat your neighbor right, if you don't love your neighbor, if you hate on your neighbor, you will feel the Lord's wrath. If you don't teach your children the right way, you're going to feel the Lord's wrath. And it's, I mean, I want the best for the people that's listening to me. I want the best for you, and I love you all. I really do. And this is why I'm here. Because I want this world to become better. I really do. I we're not perfect. But I like better. Because if you're better than yesterday, you're better. You understand what I'm saying? You understand the concept. I'd rather for you to impress instead of digress. Because if you digress, that's not good. But you impress, that's great. Because you impress the Lord, that's great. Because you can impress him by living the right way, by helping your brothers, by helping your sister, by helping your niece and nephew, by helping the kid that don't have nothing that's on the block. You can do these things. And the Lord will bless you abundantly for it. Let's get to another scripture. Please write your scriptures down because I, I want you to read them. And I want you to uh, examine it and see what you get out of it. See how you feel about it. Because you may get another revelation. The Lord is very mysterious. And he works in a very mysterious ways. So uh, let's get into another scripture. Uh, Philippians, second chapter, four verse. There's each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. And I was talking like that before. I was talking about that before. Um, let's not think about ourselves in this situation. Let's think about, not, not just only think about our children. Let's think about all the kids, excuse me, all the children on the earth. Let's talk about that. I mean, when Jesus says, suffer little children, come unto me, forbid them not. From what I know, Jesus didn't have any children. But he said, children, come unto me. Jesus said that. And some people say, I want to be more like Jesus, but can't stand children. How do you want to be more like Jesus and you can't even raise your own kids? Or you can't um, be a, a, a... a community leader, and help children that's in your community. But yet still you want to be more like Jesus. Well, you need to read on how Jesus lived, and you need to read upon the works that he accomplished while he was here. Okay? So let's embrace the Mike Brown in our neighborhood. Tell them something. Tell them the Lord loves you. Tell them I love you. These kids need love. These kids need for you to talk to them and understand them in a way that can make a great impact on their lives. 
You know, and I'm not really into that best friend parenting. I'm not into that. Uh, I really don't believe that because, you know, that's the way you do things in decency and order and everything. You know, you can't become a kid to reach a kid. You can understand them and you can be that ear, but you also have to be that guidance. You have to be that guiding factor as well. You can be that ear. You can be understanding. You have to be a guiding factor as well. You can't say, well, you know, yeah, I know you're doing this, but okay, I'll do it with you. So let's do it together. You know, I love you so much, I'll do it with you. Uh, that's not right. You can say, I love you. But you know what? You can't do it that way, honey. You can't do that way, sweetie. You know, you you have to really uh, understand uh, the dynamics between a, a parent and a child. Because call it young. Our creator called it young because they're strong. Call it old because they know the way. So if you know the way, then that means you sort of guide. You know, I mean, it's just like this. I'm riding, just like I'm going to New York City, and uh, someone says, oh, I know a quicker way. You know what I'm saying? Just um, to get downtown. And I said, well, I don't know that way. I know this way. But if you know this way, could you please guide me this way? And I'll be like, okay, you know. This person know a quicker way, so I'm going to let them guide you. And then they get me there, you know. Um, with your parenting, the same concept. You know, you already know the way. You've been a child before, and you know that's going to be some little rough spots in life, you know, from coming from being and coming up from a man, from a child to a man, or a woman, or um, a child to a woman. So you know there's going to be pitfalls and there's going to be um, things where it's going to probably deter you off and throw you off and make you feel sad and make you, make you feel, you know, that, you know, you're worthless at times because things happen. You know, um, that adolescent stage is very... Uh, uh, very strong, you know, and, um, and it's a stage where some kids can't even get through it without the proper guidance. So as a parent, we know these things. So we we here to guide them um, not to go back on the journey with them. So this is what I'm talking about when it comes to um, parenting in, in that way, you know. So, Philippians, second uh, chapter, four verse, that each of you not only to his own interests, but also other interests of others. Uh, let's do that. Other children that need help, not only your own. It's a remarkable thing. Um, I know, you know, with different people that I work with, uh, Volunteers of America and different agencies of arise social injustice and stuff like that. Um, and give a big shout out to those um, organizations. You know, um, I, I see them in the community, 
doing things in the community, and even in my community, and even in the um, L.A. County community where I used to live at, um, doing things and helping people and helping children and, and making sure um, they'd be all right, you know. So they're not only just taking interest in their own children, but they're also taking interest in other people's children and other people as well. So I, I give a big shout-out to those agencies of Social Rising Justice and uh, um, Volunteers of America in um, L.A. County, you know, because um, I worked with both of them before. And uh, it was uh, just amazing and, and just uh, it lifted my spirits up you know, to help others, and they taught me how to help others in a good way, you know, things that we must do to help people who are in need. And I look at that as being a parent as well. Um, We have to know how to talk to our children. We have to know how to kind of back away and let our kids learn from their own view um, sometimes because a lot of times even when even when you're going to school um, there's a time where the teacher's not there if you understand what I'm saying there's quiz time there's testing time and there's a time where it's only you and your quiz there's nobody else there but you and your quiz and sometimes, and I know, and I'm, I'm guilty of it for my, myself. I'm very guilty of it. <laughs> but it's the law. But sometimes you have to back away too. You have to, you have to uh, learn that sometimes they have to make their own decisions to see, you know, where they're at. Because if you always tell them what to do in every situation, you're basically sometimes you can handicap them. And you don't want to, because one day, you know, you're not going to be here forever. So to handicap them, it's really hurting them as well. And I know, you know, people who are very protective of the children, that's great. That's great. You should protect them. But there are certain things they have to know and they have to learn on their own. Now, you can guide them. You can't walk the way for them. Because you can't do it for them all the rest of their life. But you have to guide them. And you have to be that role model. So you have to guide yourself. Because I'm telling you, children, they look at what you do and more and more what you say. So you have to say it and you have to do it. You know, you can't say, well, um, you know, you, you can't tell your teenager, well, um, you shouldn't be smoking cigarettes when you smoke three packs a day. And if you are smoking cigarettes, why are you smoking around them? Because you said you, you don't want your child to smoke cigarettes. So why are you smoking around them? You know? So you know, we we gotta understand what we're we're up against and, and we just got to really become a parent, you know? And um putting the parent that these kids don't have a parent, and um, I know. Um, and I want to say something. I want to. I wanted to say it in the first um, hour of the show, but I'm gonna say it now. To all these people that said it, they want prayer back in school. But to put prayer back in school, we have to put it back in our home. 
and um, I'm going to say this again. To put prayer back in school, we have to put it back in our home. That means we have to pray at home. A lot of families don't pray together. A family that prays together stays together. It takes prayer. It takes all of this and that. Because you know why? Your family is everything to you. It should be anyway. And if it's not, then revise yourself. You know, revise your priorities in life and what you want. It's not your job. It's not what you have uh, financially. It should be your family. Your job describes who you are in some way, but the building blocks of who you are really is your family. It's who supports you. Who is the backstory of your life? So you must realize we have to understand this. in our lives because sometimes we uh, we don't understand that we must prioritize our life in the right order, in a chronological order that's right to our creator. Sometimes we put a lot of things over our children that we shouldn't do. And then we are wondering why our children are turning out the way they are turning out. He called the young because they're strong and the old because they know the way. But a lot of the old are strong-headed. While the old is being strong, trying to be strong-headed, our young people are losing the way because they need a guide. Life is that hard. We need a God. We definitely need a God. <clears throat> we really do. And you come in, into this cold world being a young person and don't have anyone to guide you. There are many perilous things in this world. Drugs. So, um, Sex trafficking. You know, we must understand our kids are not bad. They're not born bad. They just make bad decisions. And bad decisions from children, nine times out of ten, comes because of poor guidance. So, therefore, it's not really on the child per se, is on the adult. Supposed to guide that child in the way it should go. It's, it's biblical. It's biblical. We just read the scripture. I just read the scripture. 
we have to train the child in the way that we should go. Proverbs, in second chapter, six verse, train up a child in the way it should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. So guide them right. Yeah, they're going to make mistakes. You made mistakes as a child yourself. But they will have the core values that they will know they're wrong. A lot of these children don't even know they're wrong. And I know for a fact because I asked a lot of them, you know, I said, don't you, you know, do you think that this is right? No, but I got to do what I got to do. And some say, okay, well, it's right for me. Paying my bills. It's fun than this. It's fun than that. It's right for me. You know? Even though I'm killing my whole generation off, but it's right for me. Because it's all about me. And that's what it's all about. That's why I was, the way I was taught, D. It's about staying alive, staying, being a survivor in these streets. You know? They tell you adamantly. They don't, they don't, you know. And I listen to them. And as I listen, I tell them there's a better way, man. There's a better way for you. I won't pray for you because you know why? Because this is not the way. This is a way that you chose it, but then again, it chose you. Because for me, you're not being guided the right way. You had a, a a different way of looking at this, and you told yourself that it was okay to practice this behavior because you're staying alive, you're surviving physically, but mentally, spiritually, you're dying. Yeah, you die because you're not. You wasn't meant to live like this. You wasn't made to practice this behavior. But if no one ever says this is wrong and this is not the right way to go, you internalize it and you say it's the right way, and you tell yourself. Why it's the right way, but you never talk about how you're feeling about it, how it makes you feel, how it's taking your mind and taking your soul by practicing this type of behavior. So who we are? Who we are as a people? Who we are as a believer. What are we believing in? Huh? What are we believing in? And if we believe in something, is it the right belief? And if it's the right belief, is it the right belief? to teach to your children? I mean, it's it's really hard out there. It's really hard out there. And um, I know a lot of people may say things about our youth, 
But I have faith in them. I really do. Um, you know, they said a lot of stuff about me. Well, in my generation, Generation X, they said a lot of things about us, and we still here. <laughs> they say we wasn't going to make it ourselves, but we still here, and we still becoming innovative, and we still help shaping the world as we live. And um, yeah, Generation X, we had a struggle, we had a fight. What things wasn't always given to us, and a lot of times our parents wasn't there, but the Lord saw fit and showed mercy on us to achieve the things we achieved. I'm not saying all of us, but most of us. I'm, I'm thinking most of us have. Towards all the success that we have, we really forgot something. And uh, we forgot about, for one thing, giving honor to God for what he had done. And we forgot about parenting because our children is evolving to something that it shouldn't evolve into, you know. That's why we got to steal the love of God and the fear of God. We have to restore our children to respect the elders and to respect each other. And we have to teach them there's nothing wrong showing love to each other. You know, a lot of people say, I love you, I love you, and they say they love you, and their actions doesn't even show that they love. But it's, these are things that we have to work on as being a parent and as being a role model. Because, you know, being a parent and a role model are the same. Because all of us, even if you don't have children, even if you don't have nieces and nephews, even if you don't know them, you're a role model. And I guarantee you, some young kid is looking up to you. I guarantee that you may not even know who this person is. I know I have many young people come up to me and say, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, Dion, you know, I say, what? I say, I don't even know this kid. This kid seeing me when I was, you know, growing up as a young man, but he was younger. He said, oh, man, I see what you did and inspired me. I'm like, what? I didn't know, but, you know, but I, I'm so glad he took the good that I was doing because I was also doing the bad stuff too, but he looked more of the good what I was doing, you know, so I, that's a blessing. So, but now I can say now that, you know, I, I'm doing what I need to do, you know, that, you know, they can look at me. If they want to look at me as a role model, it's great because what I'm pushing and what I'm um Putting in the light is my creator, Jesus Christ, God Almighty, the Most High. And that's what I'm pushing. So look at me. It's cool. Follow me. Please do. Please do. Please follow me. Because there's life. 
I'm speaking life, not death, but life, life upon our lives, life upon humanity. So, okay, it's okay. But before I, you know, I I did some cool stuff. You know, I've done some cool stuff. But I also did some outrageously bad stuff, too, you know. But right now I'm okay. I'm okay. You know, I'm okay being a, uh, a dad, and I'm okay being a... A role model. It doesn't matter to me. It doesn't matter to me as long as I get this out, you know, uh, what I, I put out. And, I, and, I, and, and it's love. You know, I want to get this love out, you know. And I want people to give love out to others, you know. Um, and if we can do that, this society will be so much better. And maybe we have a less Mike Brown and uh, less kids dying under the barrel of a gun, you know, which so is so sad to me. These kids are being cut down before they're even 21. And I, I know when I was growing up, uh, very presently it was more of you dying in the hands of another kid your age Maybe your race, because um, you know, black on black crime was really, really, really prevalent when I was younger, you know. And I, and not only just you know hearing it on the news, but I had a couple cousins and people that I really loved um, died of uh, gang violence and and uh, black on black crime. And uh, and now I now it's like. You know, this, this day and era is more like, um, and I guess black on black crime happens and the gang activity still happens, but now we have a new killer for our young people, and uh, that is, um, you know, cops um, shooting children down. Um, it's just a praying time. It's a praying time. And, um, we need prayer. We need to give honor to the Lord, for he is our creator. And we have to go back to the creator. Because, as you know, he can fix things because he created this conscious society. And and he needs to restore what things that happened. Because for, for the things that happened, he needs to restore because uh, we're uh, basically falling into uh, a pit that's not good, not good at all. Um, and we're falling deeper and deeper into it. And it only going to take our creator to take us out because we, we dig a hole so deep and we got to pray. It's perilous times, so we have to pray and remember that. And, uh, you know, but we can do it. We can do it. And I, I know the Lord, he gives us revelations on how to do it. But we must uh, listen to it and adhere to it. Um, if not, we're going to be in the same situation 
time after time. Um, what I want to do now, I'm going um, to take another fourth song break, and i see you uh, when we get over to the other side of the show. Um, I love you all. Talk to you later. WBMC Radio. We didn't change the station. We changed the game. Jesus is
One true moment describes scribes who poetry likes real potency. Venom is not the only way to prove your words are strong. My ideas stretch beyond continents, no boundaries unless the thresholds of your mind could not receive. You need a ticket, sick minded like the Rickets. No union, so watch me picket the poetic world. Redundancy currency just needs talent. While all you pump lies like gas, I let it pass. Don't need any validation, only from the sky. I take on heavy tribulation, but through it all, naysayers, I receive revelation. My words bullets while books are clips for automatic weapons. Bull eye, letting this wild animal roam the streets. Cloak poets hide under sheets. Do you see any circles on my head? Above presents my halo. Free write freely, I give and promote love, never hate. This honor through me is what my Lord creates. His gifts, I gave them all back, so your choices become few. I'm a winner, so I don't need your reply like a sinner. Still I rise, still I rise. Grow up on the concrete in front of your eyes. Yeah. Still I rise, still I rise. Grow up on the concrete in front of your eyes. Come on. So I enter, don't need your accolades Just use my words as blades Commentary of matters as through my spoken trilogy The Lord funds my abilities Don't worry about who's feeling me When it comes to real feeling Some of you are quadriplegic Never in their heart could they feel it Because they're so anemic Still I rise, still I rise Grow up on the 
I'm creeping in front of your eyes. Yeah. Till I rise, till I rise. Growing from the concrete in front of your eyes. Come on. Till I rise, till I rise. Growing from the concrete in front of your eyes. Yeah. Till I rise, till I rise. Growing from the concrete in front of your eyes. Come on. WBMCM Radio. We didn't change the station. We changed the game. We at war. We at war with terrorism, racism, but most of all, we at war with ourselves. God show me the way because the devil's trying to break me down. The Midwest is young and restless, restless, might snatch your necklace, the next these might jack your Lexus, somebody tell these who Kanye West is, I walk through the valley of the shower, death is, top floor, if you alone or leave you breathless, try to catch it, it's kinda hard getting choked by the Texas, yeah, yeah, now check the message, they be asking us questions, harassing, arresting, saying we eat pieces of shit like you for breakfast, huh, y'all eat pieces, what's the basis? We ain't going nowhere but got suits and cases A trunk full of rental cars from Avis My mama used to say only he could save us Well mama, I know I act a fool But I'll be gone to November, I got packed to move I hope God show me the way because the devil's trying to break me down The only thing that I pray is that my feet don't fail me now Nothing I could do now to right my wrongs. I want to talk to God, but I'm afraid because we ain't spoken so long. God, show me the way because the devil's trying to break me down. The only thing that I pray is that my feet don't fail me now. And I don't think there's nothing I could do now to right my wrongs. I want to talk to God, but I'm afraid because we ain't Must be. 
verbal or suspect with my mind. See, righteous is the way. Take commandments is his rules. Better be rebuked than listen to a song of fools. It's time to take a stand. No matter how much you hurt, you think my shoes is the Bible. The way I'm walking is word. Humility before honor. It's time to bear my cross. I wonder who I'd be if I was still lost. So this is my assignment, not my career. I am a rapper that spits the gospel. Just to make it clear, I am a rapper. Point blank, period. I spit the gospel in the ear that needs to hear it. Righteous, anointed, patient, powerful. Everlasting right up for my God in his gospel. I am a rapper. Point blank, period. I spit the gospel in the ear that needs to hear it. Righteous, anointed, patient, powerful. Everlasting right up for my God in his gospel. Yes, I am a rapper. No more, no less. For his name say he got me down.
of a concept, wisdom in the content. Street influence, fire, man, these balls will make a car sweat. Willing to bet a million dollars that went over you. Head like a wave brush, my flow will have to grow on you. I rep a king that's higher than what you think. Above the criticizers, desire to cause a stink. But I embrace my enemies who hold me with the energy. Reply to hateful comments with a metaphor, simile. What like a ass? I would really like to ask, do you hate me because I'm different or don't like me because my dad? Because the music that I'm making is of light and the crisis in it. Seems you only like to hear the music that is crisis in it. Flow cold, cryogenic, soul glow. Try so vivid, flow so hard to read that you'll be looking for a typo in it. But to no avail, I know because I wrote it well. Strip it from the soul, but I ain't boasting no show and tell. If I go hard and Christ the hardest, I am calling. He's the bone. Beg my pardon, I don't need to be regarded as a martyr or a preacher, a minister or a teacher. Just another humble servant, a sinner but still a seeker. Get inside the game, me yeah, yeah, to play the bleachers. Either way, God got it, I'm just waiting for the feature. Popcorn in hand, 3D glasses, feet prop. Watching like a Jordan fan, and I ain't sure my seat is blocked. Do that adversity, personally, I purpose this. My wife, you think you heard me, motivated most certainly. Love me, hate me, all the same. Hope me, break me, all this pain. As soon as I'm my heart won't budge me, get ugly. Y'all yeah, make me love me. Revelations um, is praising God. Um, wow, wonderful music break. Was blessed by that truly. I'll be drawing now to the um, just a closing of this. I have a um, poem that um, I'm going to perform this week um, at a Mike uh, Brown Gala that we have in our city, and I, I'm going to. It's on illustedmedia.com. Uh, N-L-I-S-T-I-C Media M-E-D-I-A dot com um, You can read it for yourself But I'm performing Before we leave out I hope you enjoy it um, But really That's it, an issue uh, With our young people out there today And I, I just want you to pray for them And you know Show them love You know Don't don't be scared of them Just show them love Because they need it And they deserve it Because We all need love but the name of this poem is called 21 Questions. And uh, I'm just thankful for the WBMC family and um, Spoken Revelations and and what they're doing and, and being a, a spokesperson for what's right and doing what's right in our society. And I got to big up to the staff of WBMC and the Spoken Revelations uh, family. I'm going to get into this poem. It's called 21 Questions. 21 Questions, I'm suggesting. Why are you always pressing? Do you think I'm a citizen? Juvenile, yes. I still have a heart. What is your beat? Bluntly, I'm a thief. Love the smoke? Death couldn't give you the answer. I put my hands up, so why will you reach for your pistol? 
instead of handcuffs. I don't look like the new kids on the block, so I don't have the right stuff. Don't have a silver spoon. My company may be goon, but that bullet shouldn't have my name. I'm young. I could one day change the questions, the actions you really exert. My family become very hurt. Biggest inquiry I would ask because of your ruthless actions. Seeing the day of turning 21, for me, will never come. In peace. 21 questions. And I hope you enjoy that. I thank you for all the listeners out there, and I thank you for the people who are supporting and um, sharing the links of Spoken Revelations. We really thank you, and and, uh, I love you all, and see you next Sunday. of so many outlets available in the media capital of the world. Fans of R&B, hip-hop, gospel, spoken word, and urban pop have taken notice of WBMC Radio. WBMC, we're multi-access. Like, listen, and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Speaker.com. And we're emerging right now thanks to programs like The Real Report, Unsigned Grind, 